0: Today, we are going to talk about how Microsoft IT uh, migrate into cloud computing environment and specifically, we're going to focus on the collaboration. As you know, that Microsoft have all different kind of workload, Microsoft is a gigantic company and how Microsoft approach to move their workload into cloud, how to take advantage of their on-premises establishment and also cloud computing is a very interesting topic. So today online with me is David Johnson from Microsoft IT. Hello David. Hi. Hi, how are you? Very well, thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I, t- I tell you what, uh, tell us a little bit about your organization, what you do and uh, let us tell let's let our, our audiences know a little bit about you first.
1: Sure. So I'm I'm David Johnson, as noted. I've been uh, with Microsoft for I guess 17 years now. I have been doing uh, SharePoint-related technologies since 2005, predominantly uh, on-prem portal. I led our engineering organizations for Microsoft IT and towards our how do we build our internet and enterprise portals experiences, how do we govern SharePoint, and then over the last several years I've been focused on the migration program, how we move from our on-premise SharePoint environment to Office 365, how do we take advantage of workloads there? And the team that I'm part of, just to answer that part of the question, is a team that's focused on kind of core collaboration for the company. So the organization has everything from how do we manage email, to social collaboration, things like Yammer, to uh, Skype for Business, uh, all of it is all kind of in one organization.
0: Great. Uh, Even for me as a Microsoft employee, this is a great treat because uh, I I wanted to know how Microsoft uh, implement our internally and also, I mean, do we actually eat our own dog food, (laughs) as you know? So uh, on the premise of cloud computing and collaboration in this context, I want to ask you, uh, what is Microsoft IT's approach towards the cloud or uh, specific towards the uh, collaboration?
1: So you know, I, I think a, a big part of that has been, first of all, the desire to, to start taking advantage of the opportunities that we provide there. The fact that our employees, that the the work styles have evolved. Our employees are no longer just working at their desks. They're working from home. They're working from Starbucks. We're working from wherever, and we want to enable that. We want to empower them to to get their job done wherever they're getting it done. And you know, a part of that was that uh, choice to move to a cloud, in addition to the other kind of core IT benefits of just getting there. And as we thought about kind of SharePoint and Office. Part of it is, first of all, yes, we're Microsoft. We want to make sure we're, as you say, dog fooding our own technologies. We are our first and best customer, uh, customer zero as you will. Um, we want to make sure that we're experimenting and getting it right before anybody else does. We've had high scale for our services for many years. Uh, but the, from an IT perspective, it's really been all about what does that mean to evolve our, our collaboration experiences and move them from the on-prem environments to cloud and start to really Take advantage of just the opportunities and the employee scenarios that are now possible there. Okay now when you talk about moving all premise to, to cloud uh, uh, just want to make sure
0: do you know do, are you saying moving the whole thing over there or in a hybrid environment what's what's the what's the consideration there?
1: Mm-hmm. So there are a couple parts of this. I mean, first of all, our desire is to move as much as possible. Our, our CIO's desire is to move 93% uh, or more of our uh, on-prem portfolio broadly to the cloud. From a SharePoint perspective, we've been goal to try to get as much as possible, certainly in the high 90%. And that's actually where we are now. We're 97% of our SharePoint footprints now in the cloud. Um, that said, we knew going in that there were going to be some spaces that were going to be kind of kept for later and we're going to be remaining on-prem. Part of that is we are a a company that still maintains and and supports and and actively builds SharePoint on-premise. We want to encourage our our, our customers to obviously continue to use it. We will use it ourselves. We want to make sure that uh, our hybrid story is is spectacular. We want to make sure that a a site that lives on-prem isn't considered a second-class citizen, that it gets the benefits, and so we do keep on-prem Partially because we want to uh, demonstrate and prove out the viability of uh, a true on-prem hybrid environment with the cloud. And at the same time, there are also other reasons why we'll be on-prem. For example, regional content. Our cloud today, our tenancy, sits in the U.S. Now, as a company, as an enterprise, you can choose wherever you want your tenancy to sit, but you choose one location for that tenancy. And as a multi-geo company today, our tenancy is Microsoft sits in the U.S., so when I have content that, for example, must live in Europe, today I keep that on-prem. That's an example of a scenario where we purposely decided we will maintain an on-prem footprint. Uh, we have others as well, but that's that's one of the bigger ones.
0: So so what are the uh, different routes to to make the
1: migration? So when we think about migration, I mean, part of it, is, first of all, you start with what you're what you're even trying to accomplish here and what it means to get in the cloud. You know, like any other customer, we you know other even the fact that we were Microsoft, we wanted to at least understand what the implications were. We wanted to think through the experience, we wanted to think through security do we where do we trust the cloud? Where don't we? Um, obviously, we've been very aggressive about doing so, but initially, for example when we when we we started this process, we thought about, okay, where do we baby step this? Where do we start with some of the workloads that we feel relatively comfortable with, where do we feel comfortable from a security perspective, what are the experiences we're going to start with, um, and, and kind of dividing up the, the landscape as we think about it. The the Microsoft uh, internal services that we offer, everything from what used to be your corporate my sites internally to the you know, enterprise portals to your team sites or team collaboration, breaking apart all of the different portals and sites and saying, okay, when, when do you think about... Each of these things moving. When do you think about the opportunity to uh, reimagine, um, and when do you get your employees to simply start uh, start fresh on the whole thing? Okay, so
0: so in terms of like you know I can start fresh, I can uh, lift and shift or or coexist. All these approaches, we should really think about uh, reimagining, using your word to to kind of reimagine what the user experience we're going to provide and kind of find out the best approach. I imagine.
1: Yeah, in many cases, I mean, there's there's a couple pieces to this. When we think of a team collaboration scenarios, you know, I've got a I've got a team or project or, or group that wants to work together our goal is to enable that and our goal is to enable that predominantly in the cloud. We want to when when a when a team gets together or organization forms or a project gets kicked off, we we enable self-service to go create a new site in uh, or nowadays a new 365 group in the cloud for that purpose so they can go do their work together as a team. So part of it was that that team collaborations now and the other piece was as we think of the kind of the portals themselves, and that's where reimagining really happens is your, your portals, your intranet is no longer just relegated to your desktop, it's not just something that someone comes into the office and sees the intranet anymore. They are browsing the, the corporate portal from in line at uh, in the cafeteria for example, they're browsing menus in various places, of what's going on in the cafeterias from from wherever they need to be. You know it changes the dynamic of how employees work and so Part of it from a reimagining perspective was to say, well, what does it mean to get a, an internet uh, working really well on SharePoint, on SharePoint Online? And, and, and part of it was the balance of where do you move simply versus where do you do that reimagining and how much effort you put in that reimagining. For team sites, for simple collaboration scenarios, our, our goal was to you know, start with a net new as much as possible and have those teams be able to collaborate on the net new environment. For portal, you know, there are cases where we wanted to do more lift and shifting and would say, you know what, we're not going to do a reimagining now, we're going to move pretty much as is. In other cases, we are going to take the opportunity to kind of reset what is the corporate portal look like, how does it work on a phone? And that's kind of important, especially from the internet perspective.
0: Okay, so if I get your message right is, you know, this migration it's more than just an upgrade of, uh, of you know product version or something. This is really an opportunity for us as IT to kind of rethink how we deliver our service, how the collaboration environment work, and in which is an opportunity kind of to redefine
1: uh, your IT, I guess. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that is also empowering our employees. I mean, the whole opportunity and advantage to the cloud is IT taking on a business partnership role. We used to be in the business of running servers and patching machines and and upgrading, dealing with all the uh, minutiae of effectively just running the thing. Now we're in the business of, you know, saying, let's make sure we're doing the right thing. Let's make sure we're in the business of helping our business customers internally, whether it's finance, HR, engineering teams, whatever, benefit and do the right thing for products how do we how do we as much as possible get out of their way empower them to use the products as they're designed uh and and, and in other cases it's how do we if they've got more complex scenarios how do we help them do that how and it's changed the kind of conversations we have with our customers but a big part of that is just that empowerment I, i i can't i can't emphasize that enough because the the opportunity to kind of Open the doors and get your 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 company working on on 365 was a big deal for us. that when when we opened the doors and we said, you know what, let's en- enable our employees to create a new site on Office 365 as opposed to doing in the legacy on-prem, it, 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 you know on one hand it's you know you've got to think that through, but on the other hand, it opens up all kinds of opportunities for those employees, um, and it enables a self-service dynamic that becomes almost like a network effect. I, uh, teams that started to use 365 and, and get the benefit from that realize the benefit, and then if they have other products, projects remain on-prem, they start to wonder why, and almost they, self, they start to self-drive themselves to go to cloud.
0: Okay. So there's no question in our mind that uh, SharePoint is such a critical workload in an enterprise environment. Not to mention, a company like Microsoft is tremendous. So uh, I want to get uh, directly to the point. So in this migration uh, project or the way it migrated to cloud, what's your big, biggest
1: challenge or, or what Microsoft IT uh, was facing, the biggest challenge? Well, first of all, we, we went through this in, in various stages. That, you know, The product was... In early adoption model mode in some cases, like we started this process in some cases a few years ago, and uh, in in some cases things weren 't ready for us, so that was part of a challenge but the the nice thing about this is you know or, or part of this is just i t re- deciding where are you investing, where are you not? Um, when we thought about my sites, for example, our original challenge was we were almost thinking to ourselves in a legacy model of, hey, we we own all this MySite content for employees. Let's move it all ourselves. Let's do a kind of giant move of all MySites. And part of that was it was actually a mistake that we made because we tried to we started to think about moving everything. And we said, at the end of the day, you know what? The employee is so much more knowledgeable of what's in their My Site than IT is, let's enable our employees and give them a good path to self-migrate, things like that. So part of the challenge is just changing the IT mindset of where you have to be in control versus where you want your employees are in control. The other kind of challenge that I want to I I think about is when we come to more customization, the higher the degree of customization in place, the harder it is to kind of open yourself up to that reimagining, the kind of renewal, the more rework you may have to do to get exact parity with all the customizations you have. And there were lots of portals where we had high-degree customizations on-prem and we had to refactor and reimagine how it was going to work in cloud. And and But at the end of the day, when you're going to cloud, part of the opportunity is also to... To just simplify and get to what's really we focus on the basics to a big degree, and enable the business to become more agile and uh, ability to evolve with with the, the changing business needs as well as the changing technology landscape. So a part of it is also that kind of challenge of just changing the the conversation that IT is having around how do we deal with the the customizations in place? How do we reimagine where don't we? Where do we get more out of a box? Um, and but moving customization just in itself takes time. And just in terms of some of the portals, you take more effort to kind of re-engineer. If you've got a lot of custom solutions running on on-premise, what does that mean to refactor those solutions to run nicely in the cloud and, um, and whatever right experiences for the cloud? So I'd say those are probably the biggest sets of challenges.
0: One thing I cannot agree with you more is the IT need to rethink. What role IT is going to play? In. Because kind of previously, uh, IT is more like a, in a kind of a control mindset. Everything's controlled. But today, it's really more about c- consumption. More about how you enable your customer. As you, in your words, or how you empower uh, your your user to make them more pro- uh, to give them an opportunity so they can be more productive and also customize what they want. Uh, those are great uh, great uh, uh, insights you have. So. Company like a Microsoft, you, you probably we probably have hundreds of business unit, big one and small mm-hmm. one, and you know what? As far as every business uses and concerned, they're the most important ones. So how do you
1: prioritize which to migrate first? Well, I mean, there are a couple parts of this. first is opening up the doors for net new. The, the less you have to migrate, the better off you are. If you can encourage your employees and encourage the kind of net new creation of sites go to cloud first, that changes the dynamic of your environment and you know, almost you don't you, you as it don't pick you you say you know what i'm going to enable these businesses for example to start creating that new in cloud and then over time let, uh, have a good lifecycle in place to uh, retire the on prem uh, equivalencies that are no longer needed in those cases so the start fresh is kind of a part of that equation the other part is then what we basically said is let's start with the what we consider our our bigger utility environments the the, the cross-company environments for t- where team sites were, and the ones that weren't already migrated, and so we moved those. So we didn't necessarily initially start focusing on a division. We started by focusing on the company at large and doing the enablement, as well as then the kind of bigger cross-company farms that made sense to move. Then we st- went back and said, okay, now we're going to get into, for example, finance sites or, or legal sites or um, the portals themselves. And that was part of then the more specific a workload that was going to happen. But part of that is that in many cases in IT you have a kind of uh, a timeline of a, a life cycle for the application. You know if a portal gets built a year ago you're probably not going to want to do a lot of rework with it next year because your IT budgets are such that you want to prioritize the things that are in are, are need of the most urgent redo or, or and so on. And So part of this is that IT focused on with our business partners the things that we're basically up for renewal or where we had the kind of biggest bang for the buck from an experience perspective, like our enterprise portal. You know, clearly we wanted that there, the all-company comp- all kind of experiences. Some of our later ones, you know, our sales portal was one of the later ones to go because, you know what, it was working fine on-prem and had just gone through some re-architecture on-prem anyways, so let it sit for a little while longer, for example.
0: So, so I guess uh, one thing I take away from, from your uh, insight is the, to, to start fresh, just make, make the capability available. So give your user the opportunity to start fresh.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: That's great concept. That's great concept. So,
1: so what? uh, What's the tips and tricks and best practices you can provide us? Well, I think there's there's a few things there. What we think about is one that start with the easy workloads. I'd say starting with with what used to be your my sites or how do you do individual productivity because you you gotta think about for as an enterprise, if you don't have an easy approach for your employee to have collaboration and share with people that need to share with, they're gonna work around you as IT and, and that's uh, enable those workloads as quickly as possible. Because that's that starts to drive viral adoption. Starting to drive OneDrive for business. Starting to drive uh, open up new team sites. Kind of that's that's step one. Step two, then Once you've got that going, then start to have a good life cycle in in place for on-premise. You don't want to carry forward the cruft, effectively. You want to clean your garage before you move your house, right? Um, and that's just the other part of it. Is once you've, once you've gotten the net new going, then make make sure you've got a good cleanup in, pro, in place to to start uh, eliminating the things that don't have to move. And then, but basically sequence it. Decide what can you wait on? You can live in a hybrid environment for years. You don't have to rush it all. Get the, get the things in the cloud that make the most sense and start taking advantage of it. But you know what? Those workloads that you know that portal that's not really used by many people, but it's just there with a lot of customizations because it's just a custom application. Okay, leave it for a little while. It we've got a good hybrid story, and and we've internally at IT have made hybrid work really well for us. So we're comfortable leaving things like that behind for a little while longer until such time as you know we'll get to it later, or or maybe you know what by the time we get to it, the business application will be no longer needed and something will replace it anyways.
0: Well, those are great tips. So so you know. Uh, do that basically. Do the housekeeping right, and make up, uh, take those easy workload first, so people will have a unit uh, opportunity to use. It. And then you mentioned clean up your garage before you move. Yeah. You know, I should have learned from you in my last move. <laughs> so that was. I think that's a great tips. And you know, some of the concept you mentioned, reimagining, start fresh. I think these are great. Uh, you know, always really great tips for us to kind of rethink as. This migration is happening to take the opportunity kind of to to reposition IT. And uh, these are just great, uh, you know, great concept. And thank you so much for sharing us. Um, You know what? Uh, We can be here all day long. But, uh, you know, uh, before we go, I want you to uh, kind of, is there anything that uh, you want to share with us before we leave?
1: Yeah, I think that there's a perception. There's two perceptions that I commonly speak to customers about because we we talk about how Microsoft does IT a bunch with externals. And I think there's... Two main themes that I want to bring out is one that we think of the cloud now, especially Office 365 and SharePoint Online, is more secure than our on-prem environment. And that can be a controversial statement with uh, with some security teams. But when you think about the controls in place on the service and the opportunities then to start taking advantage of that, we feel that we're in a much better space than we used to be in some of our on-prem environments that, that we had. So that's kind of that's kind of a key takeaway one that I kind of want to call out. Um, the the other is just you know you, you get the process going soon no don't the longer you wait the harder it is going to be to move um, the more content you have at least open up those doors um, and, and and get going
0: okay so I would take that as a you know what we IT pro need to get educated in about uh, in terms of cloud security mm-hmm. and uh, really kind of better understand and, and in based upon your statement in many cases probably cloud in some way compare apple to apple is probably more secure than on-premise or you do it yourself right
1: yeah there you what well, we went through a table of here's all the controls to have in place on prem and versus cloud like let's take uh, encryption at rest or encryption in transit or the auditing capabilities and you can put uh, a tremendous amount of effort in getting an on-prem sharepoint farm into a great security uh, state uh, but the cloud gives that to you automatically and puts you in many cases in a better state and i think that's just an education thing that people need to understand and do their own review, get their own comfort with, level with it. Even internally, Microsoft, it's not that we just jump on and say, you know what, we're going to tr- treat the cloud for our top secret content. We initially start with understanding what it's going to mean and making sure we are comfortable. But when we were, we're now all in.
0: All right, and the second thing you mentioned is don't wait. Right? We really should yeah. start it now and kind of take advantage of what cloud computing can provide, can provide us. Now on that point, so if I want to get started, where do I find the information? I mean, where, where are the
1: uh, training I can do and all that? So we have a, a, a white paper on how we thought about the migration. Uh, a, a larger customers also have a fast start onboarding process from Office 365 to, to go through to, to help with my onboarding process. We also have a lot of third-party suppliers and partners that, that provide migration options to help you move to the cloud. We use, we use partially some of those products ourselves to do so.
0: Okay, great. So uh, fast start in onboarding. That's the one I'm going to check first. So I got all my notes ready. I'm ready to get started. Uh, David, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing with us your experience and all the great insight. I hope you will come back uh, in some other opportunity give us an update and, and uh, tell us how we can uh, you know, migrate to cloud smoothly. Thank you very much.